Half a day, everyone, and welcome to the I Might Be Wrong podcast, where me and one of the guests sit down and try to give our best advice, but honestly, we might be wrong. What's up, everyone? Thank you so much for listening. Uh, Today, Leia would not be in today because she is very sick. She has come down with a little flu and... um, but, you know, we'll still have a great time with our guests. In studio today, we have the amazing, talented uh, Joe Burrito. Hey, how are you? How you doing, man? Good, how are you doing? How are you doing? Great, great. Um, tell us a little bit about yourself, man. Like, like where where are you from? Are you from here? Um, you know, how long have you been in the music industry? So, first of all, my name is Joe Garrido. I am 24 years old. Born and raised on the island of Guam in the lovely village of Derido. Loud and proud. <laughs> yeah, Derido. <laughs> but, yes, we are. So, yeah, I'm from here. Um, I um, yeah, I grew up in Derido. Went to, uh, started, I started music at a young age, maybe seven years old, uh, when my parents first bought me my first drum set. Right. So, uh, my uncle used to play, just to backtrack real quick, my uncle used to play for um, the band called Pada Isla, which was a band with JJ Conception in the band. He was the lead singer. And I used to always beg my dad to go to his practices. And my uncle was a drummer, and he was a man. He was a badass drummer. Yeah. So I always say, Dad, can you get me your drums? Can you get me a, like a drum set? Can you get me a drum set? Then one Christmas, like, woke up, and my parents didn't give me anything, right? And I was like, you know, like, as a kid, I was just like, damn, man. Uh-huh. Like, I, I thought they were going to get me something anyways. Blah, 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 we go on our other day. And then when we come back to the house, my uncle was there. And he set up the drum set inside our living room. So right when I walked in and I thought, you know, like, you know, shit, you like nothing, right? Right when I walk in, there's a freaking brand new drum set right there in the living room. And my uncle was just wow. finished putting on the, he was putting on the cymbals and stuff. <laughs> so from there, I was like seven years old, I got my first drum set. And then, yeah, from there, you know, it just started to pick yeah, started, up. <laughs> okay, so you, you definitely started with drums and stuff. Yeah, that and was so, my first instrument. And then you, and then it led to like guitar. And then guitar was only because I love Chamorro music and I was Uh tired of asking, not, I was not necessarily that I was tired, but I'm always bugging because I was in a band with Candy Tumman and Austin Saralu Mm -hmm. I'd always beg them to play the, whatever Chamorro songs they knew. And I kind of felt like they may have been irritated that I'm always asking them to play Chamorro. (laughs) So I'm like, you know, I need to learn this myself so I can play it myself. So I picked up the guitar and I learned like two chords right? and then started to build my, my knowledge of chords after that. Uh (laughs) Eventually, just started playing my own, you know. Chamorro, yeah, you know? dude. And and honestly, like Chamorro music is is such a vibe, and it's so it's so different to what we're listening to now because it's 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 its own thing. Like it's not reggae, it's not country, but it kind of fits in between those things. Yeah, you know definitely. What I mean? Yeah, and and that's why I really love, and it's it's so much of a storytelling. Genre. Oh yeah, it's so poetic. Like Chamorro yeah. music is so poetic, and. I didn't even understand Chamorro before, you know what I'm saying? So, yeah. like, my, I'd sit down and I can, I, I can remember this one uh, story when I was with my mom in the car, and this song is called Latmuna from uh, J.D. Crutch. And in his, and I kept, I, and I, we kept listening to the song, and I was like, man, mom, hold on, let's, can you, can you, can you uh, translate the song for me? Definitely, and, like, yeah. All yeah. the way home, she just kept translating the whole song. And I was like, man, this is like, well, it's very poetic. Every you know all, all the chamorro music is is poetic at least most you know yeah so yeah you come to appreciate your your music a little more when it's in your native language definitely yeah I agree uh, so yeah that's kind of like what 
you know, kind of inspired me was. The yeah, poet, do you, know, um, do you speak fluently? Um, I can speak enough. I can, yeah, 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 I'm yeah. better at writing. And yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. But my speaking, yeah, I can, I can speak tomorrow. It's just, you know, do I have the confidence to speak in front of the elderly? Right, right, right. Especially no, as a second language, you know, because tomorrow, yeah. I just started learning tomorrow six years ago. Right. Yeah, so. It's Which in learning a language is not a long time. Yeah, at, at all. Yeah. And especially at, at this age or, you know, I was, I was 19 at the time when I first started learning. And that's actually like the cutoff where studies have shown that that's your least, your least uh, or you're, you're less likely to, to learn a second language any time after 18 years old. So, you know, it was like the hardest point, 19, right. you know. Right. So to try and learn a second language, but you know, nothing nothing that you you can accomplish anything you put your mind to, right? Definitely. So yeah. Yeah, definitely. I talked about the last last podcast, but I can understand way more than I can speak. Mm-hmm. It's just because I don't have anybody to speak to, mm-hmm. you know, but it it's uh it's definitely something that I would love to start doing, uh, is really learning how to um talk back, you know, like 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 speak back to these Chamorro, you know, el- like the elders and stuff, because that's l- literally all I see personally around our island. Like, un- uh, like just the people that I meet are like just the elderly. They're like really speaking it fluently yeah. and like, like really pushing it, you know? Yeah. And so I, I guess in, in certain circumstances like that, right, where we don't have much people to speak to, <clears throat> we can, we just, I guess the way I did it too, was I just kind of got out of my comfort zone. Uh, most of the Manomku on my on my family side are, are gone, right? So who do I speak to, right? That's that was the biggest question. Who am I gonna practice with? I can practice with my parents, right? But then again, you know, it's it's not like they're around me twenty four seven, right? So what I would do is I want to go to the elderly, like the Manomku Manomku, right? So because all the Manomku on my or most of the Manomku on my on my side were were they have passed away, I went to my girlfriend's side. Whenever they have families, I mean, whenever they have family parties, right or whatnot. I just sit. I just sit with them, and I listen to their conversation. Their conversations. I you know observe whatever their movement is, right? So I know what exactly they're saying, and yeah, you just pick up on words. I go home and I yeah, freaking definitely. you know check the dictionary. What did they say? What did yeah, they mean? Yeah. yeah. So that's that was one way for me to like kind of expand my vocabulary outside of the classroom. Uh-huh. Right, was to go out. Right, and and just put yourself in the situation where you have no other choice but to. Um, be a part of the language yeah 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 exactly like taking yourself out of a out of a certain group and removing yourself from a group right and placing yourself in something that you're not too comfortable with and that's the only way to 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 get a little more comfortable in that in in your language right right, right, yeah so all right thank you um i wanted to ask you what are you working on right now working on anything Oh man, I just I took a break after the after the album. After the album break. Yeah. But it's funny you brought that up because two days ago, today is Thursday. I think right. on Tuesday no, last week Friday, I forget. Last week Friday, okay. I was on my drive to go get some food for you know, for dinner or whatever, and in my head I was just listening I just heard this tune in my head. And I was like, Oh man, so Finally, the weekend passed. Yeah, it is right. So it came to me, and I was like, "Man, I haven't had this in a long time." Right, a nice Uh spark. So I on Tuesday, I I kind of just sat down and I started writing a a verse to this to this song. So it's not finished yet, but yeah, um, 
that that'll probably be in the works within the next two or three weeks to see you know yeah if if it even becomes a song or i might just right. throw the lyrics away i don't know right right. <laughs> i love it bro I, I love that like seeing that you know you can get comfortable with just releasing like a single or you can get comfortable with just releasing an album but you know yeah. you're actively like you know trying to push for it you, you could take a break though you know yeah. what i mean like you take a break let this one ride out you know a little bit but you know you're still working and then super admirable for that yeah. <laughs> that's the, that's the that's like the biggest uh the biggest part of being a musician right like do i do i let this ride out or yeah, yeah. do i do i make more music right right and start on the next project yeah later. start yeah. on the next project definitely all right um we got a couple of questions on instagram that we right want on. you to answer because they you got some fans bro. <laughs> all right on. thank you, you very fans. much <laughs> all right let me just get it real quick all right from the i might be wrong Pot, uh, Instagram, uh, we have Pulen Zoo, asking mm-hmm. you, um, what Chamorro leaders do you look up to, or do you often insp- or do you often get inspiration from? And she said, by the way, I love the album. Oh, awesome! First of all, thank you very much yeah. for for the support. Um, so there's a lot. There's definitely a lot, but I would say my top five, my top five, and. <laughs> My top five would probably be first, first and foremost, JJ Conception, right? Yeah, I grew up listening to him. JJ Conception, Jesse Bias, Frank Bokungok, um, Kevin Atalik from from the beautiful island of Luta, and I guess my fifth one. Hmm. I guess my fifth one would probably be. Um, let's see. There's plenty, man. Candy Taman, there's Alfred Sordis. Yeah, oh yeah, man, yeah. I don't even know. I don't. I don't want to decide the fifth <laughs> okay, one. Okay, don't do it. But the fourth, the fourth. That's the that's the four right there. Yeah, Freaking definitely. Legends, <laughs> Bro, yeah, legends. legends in the game, man. And I mean, Kevin Atalik with his man with his like his words are just it's crazy. He, his his music is like a different type of Chamorro music. There's like no one that you can compare his music to. You can't. You like you know like there's certain artists you can be like, man. His this guy sounds like you know it reminds yeah. me of this singer. Reminds yeah. me of that singer. Kevin Atalik is like, Kevin Atalik sounds like Kevin Atalik. You know, yeah, he doesn't yeah, sound yeah. like anyone you can't else. Can't compare him. Yeah. Yeah. So I guess one of his one of his songs that that inspired me the most, or yeah, I guess inspired me and also too like you know um, had me interested was his song called DUI. Okay. Driving under the influence. Yeah. Yes. So he's he's talking about like the different islands he was in and how he got pulled over, right? Uh-huh. For for DUI and it's it's super duper funny. Right. Yeah. So it's like he cracks jokes in his songs, but he makes it rhyme and he has like you know like it's like wow, how did you come up with that? Right. 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 Like yeah, even yeah, in yeah. English, I can't even come up with those <laughs> kinds of things. Yeah. Definitely. Like, yeah. How did you come up with that? Uh-huh. So yeah, Kevin Atalik, uh definitely one of the one of those up there. Right. You know, it's so crazy that, like, I mean, I don't know, maybe I'm not just actively looking or I just don't know where to look, but it's just hard to find all of these artists, like, their their past recordings and stuff. Yeah. And, like, you know, I have to go back to my grandma's house and, like, look through the CDs and <laughs> or the shit. cassette tapes. Yeah, the cassette tapes and be like, hey, you guys still got this music, yeah. you know, because I love, like, Chamorro music. And, you know, looking back and, like, listening to a lot of it, but it's just hard to find now because all we got is, like, YouTube. and Yeah, <laughs> and there's no... I mean, there was YouTube, but yeah. there's never, like, a you know a, a place to add it on, right? Right, right, right yeah, yeah. Or, gosh, I'm so fortunate now with Spotify and everything yeah, else. Yeah, everything can stream. Yeah, okay, so the next question we got is from Kaylee. Oh, um, right uh, We She's asking, what were your favorite moments while recording this album? Ooh. Um, 
nothing that comes like you know there's not there's no specific moment that comes to my head right now but what i can say is that um actually there is a specific moment so maybe that one time when we were in the studio right yeah. and before i went to the studio i i i, I called up kiko right and i said Hey, Kiko, man, I know we've been uh, working in and out of the studio, you know. So I was like, let me just get us some beer, right? And let's uh, let's um, let's kind of like drink a little so that we can, you know, get a, unwind before we, you know, so that when we go into the studio, we're not like uptight. Right, right, right. So Kiko puts his beer down right next to the couch, right, in, in uh, Dante Trinidad's studio. And he accidentally kicks it. Whoa. And it's a carpeted studio. Oh, and no. the beer spills on the ground. Yeah. And... I'm like, whoa. And then he picks it up, and then we're both trying to wipe it. I get toilet tissue from Dante's restroom. And you ever get it when you wipe something with toilet tissue? And it gets worse. It gets worse. Yeah, it gets worse. So what I, what, uh, what I did was I stepped on it, and I was kind of like waiting for it to dry while we're talking. <laughs> and then Dante needed to get out of You needed to pass me, so I needed to move. He looked down, and his eyes got big, but he never, ever brought it up. And what? I'm so thankful. But. I, I did apologize and I was like, you know, sorry, you know, we, I, you know, I, I took the blame. I was like, I yeah. spilled it. I'm sorry, blah blah blah, and he was like, oh no no, it's okay. But I guess the the fact that something was spilled, like, I kind of scared me more than the actual outcome. Right, right, so right. So that was a, that was one of the funny parts. Um, yeah, <laughs> man, and and also too, Kay, Kaylee wasn't even gonna. I I didn't. I never. Uh, asked Kaylee prior to the album to be a part of the album. It was when she came into the studio to, uh, it was me, her, and Kiko. And I was like, Kaylee, do you mind uh, doing a backup vocal on just one song? And then it became two. And, and then it became three. Yeah, yeah, and then yeah, it, yeah. I was like, Whoa. I think she ba she did backup vocals on eight of the ten songs. Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. No, I, I remember hearing her like, like uh, throughout the whole album, you know, like yeah. fitting in little harmonies here and there. Yeah, it was so good. Yeah, awesome. Yeah. So, th man, those two, like, most of my memories of the studio was with those two because they're the ones, man. We're like, in there with you. At least, at least twice a week, they're in there with me. At the right. least, yeah. So, yeah, those are the fun times in the studio. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm sure the funnier ones are gonna come back to me <laughs> later on. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, okay, so from CJ Blas, he asks you if you want to trade hands. <laughs> <laughs> we don't have to answer that. We can, we can go on. All right, yeah, because no, my left hand's hurting, man. Today, <laughs> <laughs> let's talk about more about the album. Um, yeah. well, so what pushed you to write a full fledged like Chaboro album? Because you know it, it's not popular at all right now to like yeah. to like write that stuff. So I I definitely admire that and like say that you're like very much a pathfinder in that way to like just really push it right now because nobody else is doing that. Not, let, let alone a single, but you're writing a you wrote a whole album, you know. So after my f my single and who at and how, that was a big hit. Uh, truthfully, I didn't think that that song would go as far as it did. Like honest to God, you know, I'm, yeah. So I just made it just to make the song for my right. brother, you know, and his and his wife. And then when people started giving me positive feedback, it kind of you know inspired me and kind of gave me a push, you know, to make more music because people are liking the music, and. If people are liking the music, then you know you shouldn't stop something that people are, you know, that are that people are that people like. Right. So I I, re I told myself after that oh, I'm gonna do an I'm gonna do an album. It took a little bit longer, so I was like, you know what, I'm tired of making people wait. Let me just release another single. And yeah. then I was like, I got like so many people saying, hey, you should do an EP instead of an album. Do yeah. an EP, do an EP. But personally, right? That's just this is my preference, and I'm not, you know, like I'm not. Um, what's that? Um, trying to 
talk about anyone you know else in particular, but I'm just saying like if I I wanted to do an album because I wanted I wanted to bring back that 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 Chamorro feel. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Definitely. Um, I don't even remember if any Chamorro artists released an EP. I could be that's mistaken, right? right? Yeah, yeah, that's I could right. be mistaken, but yeah. So I wanted to bring back something, and that was my preference. I told myself at the beginning, do not release any EPs until you release a full album, because you know I felt like it was I felt like it was lazy for me to do that for to sure. Release an EP again. That's my preference, right? Right, right. Yeah, I yeah. thought it was lazy for me to release an EPs. Um, so that's why I went with the full album, and I'm and I'm glad with the turnout. I, I the songs were the songs were not e- they're not easy to write. You know, no. it, it took time. That's why it took a while for me to release it. It yeah. was, it was more. I think the hardest. I think one of the hardest parts were, were putting the putting the songs together. Right? Where does this fit? Where does that fit? So on and so forth. And of course, you know, getting the inspiration to write the words. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, uh, that's kind of what pushed me to write the the album was was, you know, my 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 own self telling me, you know, push it and and this is what people want. Yeah. yeah uh, honestly, like. It it really fits, even though it's it's been so long since we've had an actual release of a Chamorro album. It really fits in like what our like our everyday life kind of because I I remember sending you a video of like people. I just went to a party that um uh it was just like one of my cousin's parties. So I walked in and they were just jamming your album like they were barbecuing and stuff. You know, usually we would fit we would be playing you know Chamorro older Chamorro music and stuff, and it just fits right. Like it yeah. it, it feels normal. It feels right. You know? Awesome. And and so um it really resonates with people. Yeah. Um. So I wanted to ask like it it's reaching a lot of people like and I think of all ages. Mm-hmm. I th- I think when um you you see a lot of older people listening to it and then a lot of like younger like my generation like mm-hmm. listening to it why do you think it 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 attaches to so many different age groups number one is chamorro in whether it's through conversation whether it's through music whatever it may be it always it is always going to hit home for the elderly because mm-hmm. that's you know most of them that's their first language right that's that's one and i think I think the reason why it hits people our age is because it it's, it becomes a little more relatable now. Now that someone younger is singing it, right, like myself, someone that's within the same generation, it it seems more relatable now. It seems more accomplishable. If that's a word, right? Accomplishable. Right. So I think that's the reason why, and that was my main goal. To be honest, my main goal for this album was to reach out to people in my generation to you know to to, to be a living example that it's okay if you want to speak Chamorro. It's okay if you want to sing Chamorro. You know you. That's the only way we're going to to thrive in our island is if we put our pride aside, put our put our pride aside, and and not be scared and not be afraid to 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 go outside of our boundaries. So, right. and I'm and I'm glad that it's reaching people are in our generation. It's something that was definitely needed. Yeah, it was needed. I agree. So, uh, yeah, and and that's the reason why I kind of feel like they, f- I feel like that's the reason why our generation is listening to it now and 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 they're liking it. Yeah, yeah, and and. I can speak to that a thousand percent. Like we're definitely digging it. Like the 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 whole wave that you started, and I'm sure I'm sure you just inspired so many kids, you know, to like learn learn tomorrow, and then also like because I know not just me, it can't be just me that like and, and my generation that really still looks forward to tomorrow music, and then I'm sure you inspire the hell of hell of people to like really push for that as well. Oh, definitely, man, and I'm I'm very thankful and grateful yeah, for that. Yeah, yeah. Um, what would you say was like 
was your inspiration for the lyrics and stuff? So each each song has a story. Each song was something that I right. that I lived through or that I experienced um, in one way or another. So yeah, that's 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 the whole that was the whole point behind the album, and that's kind of what took longer. I was waiting for inspiration to write each song. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> you you kind of had to go through shit to like to like really be into the lyrics and stuff, and then put it down on paper. Yeah, I think the the um, the most one of the most meaningful songs in that album, right, was track number one called Nenny. Right, that that Dude, song. I love that one. That song was, I'm telling you, from the whole first verse. Right, the whole first verse was a true story. I don't even know how the hell I came up with the rhyme. You know, what I mean, I don't know how I was able to put it together, but it was there. Yeah. And when I first wrote it, I was in shock. I was like, "Wow, like this sounds really good to me." You know, what I mean, like the lyrics. It was, I was, it was so satisfying. And. I guess that's the reason why that's probably my, you know, my favorite song on the album is because it's true. I mean, it's like word for word, everything is like it's the storyline is there from right. beginning to end. So yeah, that's that was that's actually probably the, the biggest inspiration. The, yeah. Cool, cool. Um, was it difficult to put it out there? Like, like was it difficult to put your music out on like the different platforms and stuff? And no. So I contacted Joe Guan um, for my song Magof na Temple. He told me about. Distro Kid, um, I used I went through yeah, I went through yeah. CD Baby with Anuatenhow. It took about man, it was so embarrassing because it was supposed to land. It was supposed to be released like on the 23rd or something like that. It didn't release till like the 25th, and I was advertising for the 23rd. So I said, man, then okay. <laughs> so, so check this out. I've heard so many stories about like people saying they're releasing something and then it and it they have to push it back. Oh no way. Yeah. So like, what? How do you avoid that? Can you tell our listeners how the fuck? Distro Kid saves lives, kids. <laughs> <laughs> Distro Kid. Yeah. Distro Kid. Well, Joe Guam told me he's like, dude, it'll take up to. He said as he said max two hours. Max. Oh, that's perfect. So you can yeah. post it on the day of. Yes. So what yeah. I did with the album was I did it I did it um, seven days out to the album release date because it's 10 songs. You know, like I'm only like trying to do like basic math in my head. It should land on seven days if it's 10 songs. Right. My album was posted in three hours after I uploaded the 10 songs. That's and I'm crazy. like, yo, I'm not going to delete this. Yeah, yeah. I'm so like, it was just up. Yeah, and I didn't even, I didn't advertise it. Because I wanted people to come to the album release party. Because it's a release party. It's yeah, not yeah, a, yeah. you know, after release party yeah, or yeah. an after party. Uh-huh. So, yeah, Distro Kid saves lives. And so did it instantly, after those three hours, did it instantly shoot to, like, the platforms and stuff? It went, it was everywhere but Spotify. And Spotify uploaded the next day. Okay, so just just Distro Kid really helps pushing it, and but then it just takes some time, like maybe like a day or two for Distro Kid. Yeah. For well, it takes a day to go, so it went everywhere, but Spotify until the okay, next day. Yeah. So maybe Spotify, but I think if I uploaded a single, it would have been on Spotify the night the night of. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. No, th- that's very important because, like I said, I've heard a couple of people that like have been releasing music, but then it's like they're always like struggling with the release date. Yeah. Because they're fucking their middleman, you know. It's they didn't tell them. Yeah. yeah. And there's an option there on Digital Kids too. Do you want to have a release date? Oh, that's. But good. then in parentheses, it's like, well, you gotta pay this, and I'm like, yo, <laughs> I paid too much for the album right, right now. Already, right? <laughs> I cannot afford this Dude, extra. Studio time <laughs> is expensive. It's super expensive. Yeah. I think I drained out like everything I had just to produce the album. So yeah, I was like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I just gotta, you know, gotta find ways to find. Oh, I gotta pay the the producer this much by this date. <laughs> right, right, yeah, yeah, definitely. 
Um, so one more thing before we get into a segment, uh, what would you say to an up and coming artist that is thinking about um, releasing their own originals but are just nervous? In Chamorro or just in general? Um, in general, uh, but you can also if there's if you have a specific advice for Chamorro as well. Yeah. So I mean, in general, just keep pushing. You know, they don't give a shit what people think about you know they. I mean, not necessarily like if they like your music or not. Don't give a shit about what people what people say that may offend you or whatnot. Like if they say you're not you're not good enough or you're not gonna strive or whatnot. You know, like just just. Just, you know, push that shit to the side because, you know, focus on you, focus on what you're, you're you know, what's in front of you, what you want to accomplish. Because at the end of the day, and what my mom says is, my mom always says this, don't let anyone's opinion matter, but the person you go to bed with at night. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> so she says, she always says that. So uh, every time I, you know, like someone says something or whatnot, if I ever get a negative comment or whatnot, I'm like. Nah, it's not Amber. <laughs> You're not sleeping with me. Yeah. So that's that. And then for the tomorrow, don't be afraid to to get people's advice and to yeah. yeah, to grammar check. Not only grammar check, but does this make sense to you? Because if it makes sense to me, um, it may make sense to you, but it might not. Just because it makes sense. Right. right. So get get the grammar check. Um what's that? I I failed to do that on the album. Uh, I only checked the, you know, for like certain songs, but then the other songs I was confident in. And then I got feedback from others saying like, you know, some of them like, oh, you, um, this should have been here, but it still makes sense. But it'll be a little clearer if you did it this way, you know, which is, which is a constructive criticism. Definitely. And I'm cool with that. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, just grammar check. Uh, don't, don't be afraid to go, you know, pass your boundaries. Definitely. Um, yeah. And, and I feel like we really need to like get that advice for from like our elders you know and, and like people who just want to help out because like you know tomorrow it's not easy to come by you know yeah so, like, to be able to go and back on check what you're saying yeah because you know I've, i performed the tomorrow's like i only performed like two tomorrow songs on a gig what is that <laughs> uh, uh, it's like <laughs> oh, the I, I Quintus, yeah right? that one <laughs> and two who so like i thought i was reading the right exact lyrics because i was reading it from the internet you know yeah. when is the internet ever wrong Oh you man, know? in tomorrow music, a lot. <laughs> yeah, I'm saying so. Like I, and then I, I performed it, and then my, I took my mom took a video, and she goes, you know, she messaged me all the way from Colorado. She said, you know, you're pronouncing those words wrong. I said, okay, <laughs> sorry, sorry, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just learning. All right, uh, we're gonna get into one segment before we head out to a break. So it's called Rapid Fire Tips. Have you ever heard of it before? No, but. So it's just uh, we're going to give like a one or two word phrase and then you're just going to give your best advice about that one word. Cool? Okay. You don't have to do it in one or two words. You can Okay, okay. Yeah. <laughs> you can definitely give it in like a little tangent thing if you want. All right. Uh, your first word is vacations. Uh, Philippines. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I love yeah. the Philippines. I yeah. The Philippines. When's the last time you went? Uh, the last time I was in 2017. How was it? Oh, it was awesome. Yeah. It was so fun. Yeah. Because uh, that was my first trip with my brothers. Uh-huh. So uh, we went there to go pick up, uh, like, invitations and stuff for his wedding. Yeah. So it was nice. Yeah, it was good. I really want to go, and I feel like every single day I'm going to be massaged. Oh, dude, the massages yeah. are awesome, and it's seven bucks. Like, I'm going to be walking around, and people are going to be <laughs> massaging me. <laughs> All right. Uh, next word is social media. Instagram? Yeah. <laughs> I, know, yeah I guess yeah. Instagram yeah. And, and Facebook. I don't know. People underrate Facebook. Instagram I is definitely our biggest our biggest one right now. Yeah. Oh man, dude, Facebook is awesome though. I love. Yeah, I mean, I love. So? I love Instagram and Facebook. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, I guess Facebook. Um, Just yeah. post on there. Yeah. Got it. <laughs> All right. Next one. Uh, barbecues. Wet marinade. 
Yeah, wet. Oh, like 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 soy sauce. soy sauce. Yeah. Oh, let me give you a quick breakdown. Um, soy sauce, vinegar, uh, uh-huh. Splenda. 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 Why not regular sugar? So you feel good about yourself. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Splenda, dude. Splenda does wonders. I swear to God. Splenda and ginger. And I don't want to give any more because what? Yeah, I'm, I'm trying not to. Give us half the recipe. <laughs> <laughs> All right, throw it in a pot with onions and then okay. boil it. Okay, cool. Wow. It comes to, yes, boil it and then throw it over the the grill. Yeah. Shoot. Okay. No, no, no. You're throw it in your in your meat and then have like at least like an eight hour marinade. Oh, okay. At the least. All right. Wow, that's that's. Um, I'm gonna go try that now. Yeah, it's, <laughs> that's All right. Uh, next one is inspiration. Oh. Your quickest tip, like how do you get it? How do you? How would you want? How would you give advice to people who would want to have inspiration? Ooh. Um, just look for something. Look for something that you look forward to. What ma- What makes you smile? Yeah. What you know? What make? What keeps you pushing? You know what I mean? Like uh, on your on your down days. Um, who's that? Who's that person that you call? Right. That that could be an inspiration. Um, what's that? What's that type of uh, bottle and uh, can that you look for? When oh. you're <laughs> that's inspiration right there. <laughs> right. You're not wrong. Um, all right. Uh, writing. Ooh. Inspiration for, I mean, no, I'm sorry. Advice for writing? Tips on writing. Tips yeah. on writing. Um, if it, if it's not there, it's not there. For sure. That's it. If it's, don't yeah, push if, it. don't push it. If it's not there or if you think you're there, but you're not there, put the pen down, walk away, give it a couple hours or a couple minutes, come back and let's see if it comes back. Yeah, for sure. All right. Last one. You don't like this one. Date night. Date night. Ooh, where do we go? <laughs> Date night. Oh, um, we like Olive Garden. Yeah, <laughs> yeah Olive Garden uh, is good. Olive Garden and then end with Yogurtland. Yeah. Uh, where's our Yogurtland now going? I forgot. Some winning. Right uh, next to Kashiles. Yeah. And the old cheers. You're a yogurt guy, not an ice cream guy. I'm both. But, um, <laughs> or even the, the or pistachio ice cream, yo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, anything or put all of them together. <laughs> Ice cream and yogurt. Yeah, for sure. And just don't check the scale tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, don't do it. <laughs> All right, thank you so much for sharing. We're going to take a small break, and we'll be right back. See ya. And we're back. How's that break for you? Oh, it's good. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get into the advice portion of this podcast. Uh, you can send in these questions through our podcast Instagram it's called I Might Be Wrong Pod, and then you can also send it in through the email, I Might Be Wrong Pod at gmo.com. All right, you ready for this? All right. First question. Uh, hi, Keanu. I love the podcast. It, it has got me through a lot of work days. I listen to it while I'm at my desk, and I sometimes burst out laughing. Oh, thanks. I don't think anybody has noticed it yet. Anyways, I am a 20 year old. And I live in Colorado Springs. There is a bar that just opened up recently in my little neighborhood. And they have open mic nights once every month. I've been to most of them. And every time I go, there is so much talent. There were people doing poetry, stand-up, and music. I love singing and playing guitar. Um, I really want to do it. I just don't know what songs everyone will like. I'm afraid that I will do something boring. What do you think I should do? Sincerely, the Melting Pot. Study the crowd. Yeah. Study the crowd. See the, um, see um, what's that the, um, what's what's trending, right? Study the sure. crowd. See what the type of music they like. If it looks like they're like not a harsh crowd, then then you can play what you want to play, and you know of course they'll appreciate it. 
but if you can tell like they're they're they they fond like you know like another type of or a certain type of music then try and do something like that um right always have to study your crowd right i and, and i definitely agree with that because uh but if you if you odyssey are thinking that you are only gonna do this once in your life go in there and fucking kill it with the music that oh, you really want to do yeah like like really play shit that that really resonates with you and when people see that you're really into something they'll be into it because it's just like they love your passion and i've seen really not horrible but i've seen like lackluster performances that like like technical wise they, it was lackluster but their passion for it was so crazy and you gotta own like the stage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then they'll really resonate with that. Mm -hmm. You have to own the stage. Yeah. You gotta go up there with the attitude like, I don't give a shit, but everyone knows that you give a shit. If right. you know what I'm saying. Right, because I and I, on the other side of the coin, I've also been to a gig where I've seen this person perform like they're very technical and it sounded like almost to the T what the song was supposed to sound like, mm -hmm. right? But there was just no feeling to it. There mm -hmm. was no like passion for it you know what i yeah. mean and i was like yeah that y how like people can smell that shit out even not musicians like people just in the audience that just don't that don't necessarily do it but they can f they can sense that shit yeah definitely Def yeah go ahead and go ahead and do what you what you what resonates with you uh, most of have you um have you ever done an open mic or like what was your first performance it was my cousin and i yeah we she played the guitar played the drums dude i brought the whole thing Okay, but how we uh, how we were able to get the crowd's attention is we made them feel bad because we're kids. <laughs> so even if we're playing <laughs> we're playing shit music, yeah, they loved us because we're kids. Uh huh. Kids. Yeah. How old are you guys? I think I was a freshman, yeah. but I looked like a sixth grader because <laughs> I've always been short. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And my cousin's short as well, and uh -huh. she was a junior, but looked like an eighth grader. Right. So we look like we look like kids kids. I mean like kids kids. So like yeah. everyone was like, Yeah. Yeah, they were just <laughs> like, yeah. like, Wow, they really I love was us. Like, yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna do more drum rolls. <laughs> cool. And then so how did do you remember how you felt like after performing that? Or yeah, dude, performing? I freaking took my tan towel. Like we only played like three songs. Uh huh. You know, like how drummers do it, uh professional like musicians and stuff. Okay. Took my hand towel, I flopped it over my my shoulder uh -huh. and then I was just like unscrewing all my stuff and I just walked out like a boss but I was like in my head I was like yeah I just killed it and then now that I'm older I'm like oh they just liked it because I was a kid <laughs> maybe they liked it I don't know you <laughs> never know did you talk to anybody after that no maybe. dude but even okay. me like I was like I didn't even enjoy it you know what I mean like the sound but <laughs> kids <laughs> alright yeah um, next question let's move on uh, wait good luck with that melting pot um, yes we're gonna move on to the next question um Dear Keanu, I have a little bit of a problem. Me and my wife have been together for three years, and I am ready to take it to the next level. She is so good to me, and she deserves the world. But I don't know exactly how to propose. I want it to be exciting and a showstopper like she is. I kind of don't have a budget. I'm open for anything. Any suggestions? Mm. Did you, didn't you? did you just propose to your... Yes, your I did. Yeah. I didn't have a budget either. I didn't have yeah. a budget. <laughs> um... I guess simplicity will always work. Right. Um, find the things that you're able to get. You know, find these find these certain things that you're able to get. Look for ideas. Search for ideas that go on Pinterest. Search for ideas that are that are affordable and also attainable. 
So yeah, I guess you can do that. See, see, see what she likes. I'm, I'm sure you know girls or, or you know ladies to a certain extent they, they appreciate simplicity. So, and even, and even, even if you can't afford like the biggest things, do whatever you're, you you feel comfortable with. Yeah. I'm sure, I'm sure you know like at at the end of the day, you're not proposing to the world. You're right. proposing, to, you're proposing to your partner. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So. Um. When I read, I don't have a budget. I'm thinking that you can afford anything. So. <laughs> oh, you don't have a Go. budget. Yeah, you know. Oh, what I, I thought mean? he like said I have a low budget. No, he says I don't have a budget. I don't have. Oh my god. Yeah, so I'm like, <laughs> well, honey, <laughs> you, well, you start with the blimp first. <laughs> first. Then, yeah. First. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, honestly, you you've been with her for three years. You should know what she's really into. And there, there's going to be things that you pick up through, like little things that would show her that you were really listening throughout the whole time, you know, and, and that you really pay attention to what she loves. And then you just put that all together and it just becomes, but honestly, it, it really, sh- it, it needs to all come down to the fact that you want to celebrate your love and you want to um, propose. Like, I feel like it just has to have a main message, you mm-hmm. know? Like, after all of the, If you're trying to do something crazy, do it all. But it all comes down to, like, one message. Definitely. You can even do, like, a flashback, you know, from yeah. the years. Like, year one, two, and three, your greatest memory. And right. you can just put it all on the line and, you know. For sure. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Well, good luck to you. You didn't put a uh, restaurant, but good luck to you, whoever you are. <laughs> um. Well, yeah, uh, so you guys can send this in through our email and our Instagram DMs. So, uh, and don't forget to give us as much information as possible, your age, uh, your gender if you want, and then also to uh, sign off with your favorite restaurant. All right, we're going to get into one last segment before we head out. We're, we call this Song Association. Mm. Uh, so what, what we're going to do is I'm just going to give you a word, and then you're going to try to figure out the the song that it that the word is in right it can be in the title or in the lyrics mm-hmm. you ready for it um yes yeah <laughs> we're gonna do a special edition today since mr joe is a very <laughs> yeah a very chamorro guy <laughs> we're gonna go and do a chamorro song association all right your first word is biva Ooh. um my Pari, he didn't even release a song yet, but okay. the song's in it. It's something uh, like, Biba, 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 Biba Fiesta. Something like that. All right, okay. <laughs> Next word is Azuda. Azuda. Um, ooh. Don't look at the clock. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dude, I have a song with Azuda, but I hate <laughs> No problem. Okay, that's one point. It's okay. Okay, next one is... Baila. Baila. Um, ben Lam Lam song. Malagu Zubu Maila. Something like that. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Close enough. Yeah. yeah. All right. Next one is Hagu. Oh, Flor Bazakwan. Hagu Munagaisa Pulina Lahu. All right. Next one is Guaiza. The Pogunedni by his song and Nahogunedni Guinides and Kura Sonu Kura Sonu. All right, next one is Potehi. Oh, um, 
Nabani dosu ikurasonmu babai matan mizu Puresti sed mamis natonu That one's called Pratayitanota. <laughs> Alright, and then last one is Put Fabot. Um Put Fabot Munga Piniti. That's what I was thinking too. <laughs> That's hard, dude. That's harder than it than it than it uh Yeah, yeah, no, definitely. Hey, <laughs> you only miss one, okay? <laughs> So that you, you did good. Yeah, you know, you could sing anything and I'd be like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, so thank you so much for doing that. Uh, we got to head out now. Thank but you thank you much so much for being on. Um, I just wanted to ask you, where can we find you on social media or physically? Okay. You can find me on Facebook at Joe Garrido, J-O-E-G-A-R-I-D-O. And then you can find me on Instagram at Joe Moru, J-O-E-M-O-R-U. If you have any questions or interested in purchasing a CD or a flash drive for me, um, please feel free to message me. Um, I reply faster on Instagram only because Facebook, um, you have to open up another app and you know, right. so on and so forth. And Instagram but gives you no- notifications. Yeah, so, you know, definitely um, don't um, don't feel ashamed to, you know, message me if you have any questions or anything. I'm, I'm always open to help for whatever. Right. And, and, and where can we find your album? You can find my album on most social media platforms, uh, such as Apple Music, iTunes, Spotify. Uh, if you are not an Apple user, you can find it on Amazon, um, Google Play. Is that what it's called? Yeah. Google Play. Um, yeah. And then again, I also have CDs and flash drives. Right. But I already mentioned that. Okay. Sorry. Yeah. All right. Thank you so much, Joe. Thank, thank for you for having me. I appreciate it. All right, guys. Thank you. See ya. All right, everyone. Thank you so much for listening to another episode of the I Might Be Wrong podcast. Don't forget to check us out on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and also Anchor.fm. Please leave a like and subscribe to the podcast. And also, if you can, rate and review the podcast. Um, Let me know how I'm doing. Uh, If you have any questions, concerns, suggestions... Uh, send in, send it in through our podcast email. I might be wrong pod at gmail.com. Uh, thank you so much.